Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. I'll take it. Happy President's Day. Halfway down. Got another two hours to go. We had a line change here in the in the studio. Uh, we've had... <laughs> All right, you know what? I'll take it. Uh, we have Meredith on on the updates as well as screening calls. Now Jake Murrin coming in on the board. Coming off with a banger right off the rip. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. We're cooking here in studio. Uh, of course, um, we were talking about the Seahawks and you know their uh, internal discussions about um, who should be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, growing up, with just nothing but dysfunction out of Berea, I think has ap- aptly prepared me for for this discussion. Um, and especially to, I will say, because over the last week or so, I've been periodically revisiting. I had my PlayStation 3 out, so I've been revisiting some of the old Madden games. Checked in on Madden 08, rookie, rookie Joe Thomas here. Um, you know, broke out Madden 12 last night, started playing a franchise mode in that. And, uh, you know, Greg Little, rookie year. And, um, you know, Jason Pinkson, who is a regular guest on the show on uh, the afternoon show. Um, he's in, in his rookie year. So it's just, it's wild to go through, but also in seeing the quarterback depth chart of Colt McCoy, Seneca Wallace, and Thad Lewis. And, and taking that trip down memory lane and being able to see where the Steelers are. I know a bad quarterback room when I see one. In, in the same way that, you know, fans of great franchises say that, oh, you know what, I know that's, I know a great quarterback when I see it. For Patriots fans, oh, I'm, I'm used to Tom Brady. I know garbage. And I know terrible players when I see one. I knew that Kenny Tiny Hands down there in Pittsburgh, I knew that guy was awful. In the same way that, look, he might have the same name, or I should say, same nickname as me. Mac Jones is a terrible quarterback, and he is not allowed in the Mac Club. We do not accept his award. We have taken away his privileges. Mac McClung, however, you are fine. You won the dunk contest. You are, you are good to go. You dunked over Shaq. We give you entrance. 
So, again, I for me as as a Browns fan and somebody that has seen terrible football, I know bad quarterback play when I see it. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that people in that organization don't want to bring in outside quarterbacks. You know what, the Pittsburgh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. Okay, again, you guys can tweet at me at Matt Robinson ninety five. That's the best decision for you. And I totally don't say that as somebody who, as a Browns fan, is maybe has a little bit of bias. But, you know, you definitely shouldn't bring in another quarterback. Definitely not Justin Fields. Absolutely not. That'd be too much. That'd be too much change for you guys. I know you just got to firing an assistant coach, and I know that's a lot. It takes a lot out of you, okay? Take your time, sweetheart. It's okay. You're fine. Give your chance a, a, a little bit to breathe. Give yourself a chance to breathe. If I could speak, that'd be great. But... Again, for where that team is, I think it's fascinating to see how far the Browns have come. And to see the Browns on the other side of it, where you have general manager and a head coach that are in lockstep, seem to be on the same page. And meanwhile in Pittsburgh, you might fire your coach for the first time in your organization's history. You know, it's it's really a lot uh, on a team. It, it really is taxing on an ownership to only have coaches retire. I mean, God, I, I can't imagine. That must be, you, you don't want to have to say goodbye after all that time, so you should cut the time short. So used to coaches getting shown the front door. But... Again, just being on this side of it, it's it's always so much fun to be able to see it. And, you know, we talked about a team that has so much consistency like the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, a team in town that we're so used to consistency and we're so used to we're so used to status quo regarding this team. I think to the Guardians. And obviously spring training getting going this week. You're going to hear or you know next weekend is going to be their first spring training game against the Reds. And for the first time in more than a decade, I actually have reasonable questions about what to expect out of the Cleveland Guardians. You know, under Terry Francona this was a team that, you know, you never got too high, you never got too low. Even when they had their bad, bad years, where they were pretty young, 2021, looking at you, you know, that was a team that was young and rebuilding. Even then, ended up getting near 80 wins. Ended up still being mediocre. Okay. Well, that's That was how it was under Tito. One of them your team became the moniker of regular season consistency. It became the example that you looked to. Never had too much shakeup. You know, occasionally had a few assistant coaches that moved on. Obviously, Kevin Cash doing well down in Tampa. But you never saw the organization really rock the boat all that much. 
And even when it came to, you know, free agent additions, you had somebody like Mike Zanino. Or, um, you know, you really didn't have too many players rock the boat. Rajay Davis. Ooh. Old, old Rajay Davis. Came a leader. But you never really spent all that much. You brought in Edwin Encarnacion. That's one of the few big moves that you had. You know, Nick Swisher, Michael Bourne. But Terry Francona moves on. And Stephen Vogt now in as your as your manager. And again, Stephen Vogt, he's somebody who I think can succeed and who I think is actually going to be in a really good position um, as your as your new manager. And even as a first-year manager, has some of that experience. And let's be real. I mean, he, he's been around a lot of different managers and has those has that experience with those different types of managers. And especially catchers always somehow do better as a manager. No, I've said the word manager quite a bit. But in looking at the Guardians, this is the first time where they've been forced to ha- they've been forced to adjust. They're in waters that they haven't been in since before they hired Manny Acto really. Cuz after they fired him, Obviously, Francona was the top was the top target. They bring him in immediately, so it wasn't as much of a you know top to bottom coaching search to see who are we going to bring in. Instead, it was hey, we have our top guy Terry Francona. It's a no brainer hire. Let's do it, and it ended up working out great for you. As a Guardians fan, I have a bit of concern. And I guess by concern, I mean just uneasiness going into a season like this. Now, I know that when it comes to somebody like Stephen Vogt, somebody has a great personality, and I know that he is somebody who came into a good spot. Stephen Vogt, he spoke with reporters the other day, and... He had this to say regarding the situation he comes into following Terry Francona's moving on from the from the franchise. Yeah. And I think that's something that the franchise needs. But at the same point too, again, as a Guardians fan, I don't necessarily know organizationally how is this franchise one that's had the same group of people for the most part, somebody like Chris Antonetti who's been here since the 90s. You don't realize it because of how young the guy looks, but he's been here since the mid-90s. This organization really doesn't have that much shakeup. And especially, or at least in the front office, managerially, you had some shakeups here and there. Eric Wedge, you know, you had Manny Acta in there as well. Obviously, you know, you had all the, the different managers that you had in there as well with Hargrove in the 90s. But for the last 10 years, you haven't done much. You haven't really had something that shook the franchise. 
And let's not undersell it. This isn't just, hey, copy, paste, put you in. This is the first chance for the organization to change philosophy-wise. You know, I know that they they seem to have fallen in love with the contact hitter in the outfield that doesn't hit for pop. But this is a chance to maybe change and expand some of your philosophies. But again, it all comes down to that relationship that you have between the front office and the managerial staff and the players. And I, just as a a Guardians fan, I'm cautious because I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting. Maybe I'm wrong. And again, tweet at me, at MacRobinson95, number to call in, 216-474-0092. I'm just a little uneasy when it comes to the Guardians this year. Because there's players that I'm excited about. Don't get me wrong, but I think that it's fair to question how some of these players fit. And on top of that, how are they going to mesh with Steven Vogt? Because we haven't seen, obviously we haven't seen him manage, but again, I, I feel fairly confident that he's going to be a fine manager. We'll see how you know it comes to bullpen and the way that he attacks you know different hitters in, in that sense. But I'm just cautious to see how, the, how all of this plays out. How do all of these relationships work in balance? Because when you've been in a working relationship like this for over a decade, there's going to be natural growing pains from communication to just day-to-day operations. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. If you agree with me or if you disagree with me, number to call in 216-474-0092. Tweet at me at MacRobinson95. Just a little bit concerned when it comes to the Guardians. And the problem when you invest in one certain area and when you improve in one certain area that takes two to tango. That next, right here on 92.3 The Fan, Mac Robinson, in until three. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom 
Mac Robinson back here on 92.3. The fan taking you up until 3. Meredith screening your calls, giving you the updates, as you heard. Always doing a great job. And Jake Murren on the board. Of course, you're going to want to make sure you stick around for Big Weege. Jake Volnick coming up 3-6 to six tonight. Of course, I always... I, I Jake is one of those guys that will have some of those some of those hot takes, and it it, it might catch you off guard. But you got to be paying attention. That's why you got to be locked in from three to six with him coming up a little bit later. But I was mentioning before the break, and we've been talking Guardians. You know they have the shakeup with you know Francona out, Stephen Vote in, and here's the thing. And I heard Spencer talk about this earlier, and that's what kind of got the 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 thought process going for me here. For the Guardians, look, I want them to add players. I want them to be active. I want them to target and try to attack and, and aggressively upgrade the roster. The issue is that they don't really do that in free agency. That's, that's never been their M.O. And the times that they do, usually when it doesn't necessarily work out for them right off the rip, you'll see them be hesitant for a few more years before they go ahead and make a, quote-unquote, big free agent signing, which in their terms is about like $9 bucks. But last year, the Mike Zanino edition, just, no, didn't work. And their quote-unquote big additions this offseason were Austin Hedges. Gets his title, I was swearing, comes back. And again, good for Hedgie. Love Hedges. And I'll take him over Cam Gallagher, that's for damn sure. But they bring in him. They bring in Carlos Carrasco. See if Carrasco's got anything left at this point after what the Mets organization did to him. But the problem with the Guardians organization is that, and I don't even want to necessarily say it's it's a big issue, but the thing is that they improve via trade. They usually improve, they improve their roster by moving off of a player to bring in others, younger prospects or otherwise, that might just better fit their roster. It happened with Francisco Lindor. It happened with Cliff Lee. It happened with CeCe Sabathia. It happened with Corey Kluber, and that's how you got Emmanuel Classe. But the problem is, is that at a certain point, it takes two to tango. Now, I'm not using this as an excuse for the Guardians, but it's just being honest. The Guardians, they they need to be able to move off of some of these players. And it's why I get so frustrated. I know I've been on these airwaves in the past, and I've said, look, the, we need to see what happens with those middle infielders. You need to have some kind of a resolution. You can't play nine shortstops. It's why I, I get aggravated because... Gabriel Arias is a fantastic defender at short. Yes, I know he strikes out a lot. He has a lot of power. I really like Gabriel Arias. Why in the hell is he playing right field? Why why is he playing first base the exact same way that we did that to Yu Chang? 
why do we keep on seeing, you know, all these other players? Not, I, I saw the reports of Tyler Freeman getting, getting playing time in right field. What the hell are we doing? If you don't have a spot for the guy, guess what? While they're still young and they have some kind of value, try to move off of them. And don't just do what you did with Will Benson and trade off of him for a few bucks. Now, granted, you know, Nolan Jones had a phenomenal year. He would have been great at first base. Another player that, you know, I I covered Nolan, full disclosure, I covered Nolan Jones and Will Benson in the minor leagues. I thought Nolan Jones would have been a better first baseman. I thought he had the athleticism that you would need at that first base spot. I thought that he had the power. Almost similar to when you saw Jim Tomey switch from third base to first base early on in his career. But, again, you, you didn't give him any at-bats, and then you trade off of him for a prospect. Who do you get? Juan Brito, which you've heard a lot of good things about him this spring. You've heard a lot of good things about him last year. What's the problem? He plays second base. Can we figure out a lineup or at least stop trading for players that are in positions that are already logjammed? I'm not a big believer in in Brian Rocchio. I know some people in baseball are. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't see it. And Rocchio is one of those players who, again, another good defender. What does he play? Shortstop. Oh, he plays some third base. Oh, I'm real glad that our highest paid player plays third base. Good job, guys. Sweet. Can he play second? Sure, maybe. All right, we have Andres Jimenez, who we've already paid. And again, rightfully so. He earned it from a couple years ago. Need to see more consistency, but you paid him. So you're going to play him at short? You're going to play him at second? That's another position that you can't play somebody there. Guys, what are we doing? And this this is where I get so frustrated because it's not necessarily that I want the Guardians to be the New York Yankees out in the free agent market. I'm not saying that. I want the Guardians to be active, and I want them to put together a roster that makes sense. I'm so sick and tired of having a hodgepodge of players that don't necessarily fit, and because of the way that you know some players get caught up a little bit later. Funny how that works sometimes, and you know they absolutely kill it in the minor leagues. But we're going to hold off until June just to make sure that there's enough seasoning on there. Yeah, sure, okay. The weight that you have for certain players. And then at that point, they're log jammed because guess what? When you put off a decision, and and I, I say this as a procrastinator. I speak from experience. I'm a well-versed procrastinator that if there's a chance that I might be able to put off, put off something, I, I might. I probably will. And for the Guardians, it was the same line that you heard every year. Well, you know, we're trying to uh, thread the needle by contending every year while also replenishing our farm system. Bless you. We're trying to replenish our farm system. But at the same time, when you have players in the same position, 
and you wait to see what you get out of them, and they all play the same position, you can't see them. At a certain point, you have to make a decision. And I literally said this on this station, 4th of July in 2022. And it was, oh, you know what? They might get to a roster crunch. They might get to a roster crunch. They're going to have to go ahead and shift this around a little bit to make it work better. You still need an outfielder. I'd love to see an outfielder with pop. You, you traded an outfielder with pop in, in Will Benson because he wasn't necessarily helping you when you would pinch hit him once or twice a week and then use him as a pinch runner, if that. And then trade off of him for a, a few hundred thousand dollars to Cincinnati where he was in the mix for their starting center field spot. But because he's not short, um, he also doesn't hit for average. But because he has too much power and athleticism, no, we can't be using that. He strikes out way too much, guys. But no, don't worry. We'll put Miles Straw out there. He's fine. He's good. It... It's the frustration that I have with the Guardians. And it's why I'm hoping that Stephen Vogt breathes a, a, a breath of fresh air coming in with a new perspective. I'm hopeful for the Guardians. But when the only way that you improve is via trade and you refuse to trade off of said prospects in order to improve the rest of your roster to make it make more sense, you're going to end up in this position where, you know, Chris Antonetti is saying, you know, he came on our station, came on with, with Nick on the on the afternoon drive and said, yeah, you know what, the, the TV deal did affect us. You know, it's it, it affected us in the sense that we have to plan for that. But then earlier this week comes out and says, you know, that was part of it. But you know what? We have these young players. We have the young players that we, we really believe in. Guys, we can read through it, okay? Not everything is big-brained. Not everything is reinventing the wheel, okay? Am I saying that you need to make a, to make a trade to make a trade? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is when you have a bunch of outfielders that can hit for power... Shohei Otani hit more home runs than your entire outfield. The entire season. And he still had a surgery mid-season and still batted. So, when you have an outfield that doesn't hit for power, when you have an infield where you, you bring in Cole Calhoun in September and he gets more at-bats in that month, then you gave Nolan Jones and Will Benson the entire season last year before you traded off of Benson and Nolan Jones? We're spinning our wheels. And that's what I get aggravated about, is that if you're putting together a lineup that makes more sense, fine. I will believe you. I will. I trust in the Guardians front office in that sense. But when you're not able to come together and make a deal 
It's where I get aggravated. It's not just about making a big deal. It's about making the right deal. It's why when you gave up Francisco Lindor, yes, you got Andres Jimenez back, and you got Ahmed Rosario. We spun our wheels for a couple of years. Like, what do we have to show for it? We beat Tampa Bay in the opening series, and we lost to the Yankees when, again, it was a young team that came back, and I love that team. But consistently playing Ahmed Rosario when he couldn't play left field, when he would play second base, he and I heard this mentioned too, the fact that playing different positions doesn't shouldn't affect how you prepare at the plate. Look, I agree with you. I don't think it should, but at the same time, it sure as hell looked a lot different when Ahmed Rosario played shortstop versus when he played second base or left field. Again, I trust in the front office, but at the same time, you got to put together some kind of a lineup. 216-474-0092. Coming up next, I got to get into this. And I got to get this off my chest because this aggravated the hell out of me yesterday. Okay? So if you indulge me, I'll bring in Jake. I'll bring in Meredith. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. It's okay to wait. Mac Robinson, until 3. Find me on Twitter, at MacRobinson95. That next, right here on 92.3 The Fan. Mac Robinson back here on the fan until three. Tweet me at Mac Robinson ninety five on Twitter. And I'm going to jump in two one six four seven four double o ninety two. Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin discuss the latest news surrounding the Cleveland Browns stadium and try to answer the question: Is there a dome in the future for Northeast Ohio during the new episode of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland? Subscribe now at nine two three thefan dot com or on the Odyssey app. Now. Before I get into my my quick rant, I, I I need to talk. I need to get something else off my chest here because earlier I saw Mike Trout say that he he doesn't want to get traded, um, wants to stay with the Angels, but he wants to see them get more additions uh, onto the team, and he's been petitioning their GM, their ownership, to add more onto the team. Um, so Anthony Rendon was one of those big uh, big additions, and. Rendon has, it's pretty safe to say, uh, fallen short of those expectations. He barely plays every single year. Honestly, I think he'd love the NBA with the amount of games that he misses. Um, but Anthony Rendon had a, uh, had a quote and... Rendon, when it comes to his time with the with the Angels, um, he has yet to play more than 58 games in a season for the Angels. And, um, yeah, he, uh, he signed a seven-year, $245 million deal. So, yeah. Didn't pan out. So, Anthony Rendon, when uh, talking about playing professional baseball. Again, been playing for years, was a star for the Nationals before going to the Angels. And um, 
there was an exchange that he had with a with a reporter, and uh, he he was asked point blank, um, "How does your pro and cons list?" Because he had said he was going through his email, has found an old pro and cons list of staying in baseball uh, from 2014, and this was again ten years ago, and they asked, "How does your pro and cons list compare to ten years ago?" So it's a lot different. I'm married. I have four kids. My priorities have changed since my early 20s. So definitely my perspective on baseball has, cha- has been more skewed. He was then followed up by asking, is it still a top priority for you? It's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. I do this to make a living. My faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Okay. I mean, all right, family man. Again, I know some people think it's your job. Okay, that's fine. Um, but the the follow-up question to that was, is it a priority? Just priority at all? His response, oh, it's a priority for sure. Because um, it's my job. Uh, I'm here, aren't I? Just sounds like your love in life, my friend. And uh, followed up by, do you want to be here? And he said, I don't want to talk to you guys at 7 in the morning or whatever time it is. I mean, okay. And followed up by, do you want to be here playing baseball for the Angels? I didn't know we had to literally walk this entire thing down to get a straight answer out of you. And he responded back with, I have answered your question. So why do you keep answer- why do you keep picking at it? Because you're not giving a good answer. We're trying to give you an out. Like any kind of an answer. I enjoy being with my teammates. I enjoy I I, I love the game growing up. Okay. And you know what? I understand there are certain players that you know, they treat it as a job. It's their nine to five. Do they absolutely love the sport? I know other, uh, I know players in other sports that feel the same way where, hey, you know what? This is what I do. I like talking about these other things and I have other interests, and, but you know, it's not, you know, my main priority and it's not the, I, I live, breathe and sweat, bleed for this game. I don't need that out of you. I want you to care a little. I'm paying you $245 million. I'd hope that you'd give half of a damn. Give a little bit of an effort. I mean, again, you haven't played. When he was with the Nationals, okay, from 2013 on, from 2013 through 2019, he played less than 100 games twice. And the lowest was 80 games. The four seasons he's been with the Angels, he's played 52, 58, 47, 43. And the only reason why he had 52 in 2020 was because it was a 60-game season. So I'll give you a bit of a pass there, Rendon. I'll give you a bit of a pass. And even that year, you batted 286. You know, you still had good stats overall. You were still fine. Every year since. You, the highest you batted is 240. Dude. 
There and again, I know some people. You like hearing the honesty from players sometimes, but at the same time, an answer like that, honestly, dude, just keep it to yourself. Like, if you really don't like it that bad and you have that much of a negative attitude, I almost wish I would just pay you to not show up. Because at a certain point, you have Mike Trout saying, I don't want to be traded because it's the easy way out. And then you have Anthony Rendon saying, well, I'm here, aren't I? I don't want to be talking to you at 7 in the morning. But you know what? You pay me. I'm here. My God, man. Like, and the fact that he said my enthusiasm has been the same since I got drafted. Okay. If that were the case, we would have heard about this a hell of a lot earlier. And not, you know, after you secure the bag and get almost $250 million. Almost a quarter of a billion dollars. And, eh, I don't want to talk to you at 7 in the morning, but I'm here. He sounds like an accountant that got forced into his job. And again, I'm sorry to accountants that might be listening. But the the fact that, again, I'm not expecting you to wax poetic about how much you love the game and how much it means to you growing up and the family ties that you have to the game and all of the effort that you put in. Look, I understand. It can be a grind. I get that. I know I have friends that used to love the game, but because they got burnt out because of coaches and and otherwise, I know that they stopped playing and they fell out of love with it. That's fine. But at least come out and say, look, I, I enjoy coming out here and playing with my teammates. I show up here because my teammates expect this out of me. I want to go out there and I want to play well for them. I want to play what you mentioned your family's a priority. I want to play well for my family. I want to set an example for my kid. All right. You're really setting a great example there, Anthony Rendon. Again, Anthony Rendon with the amount of games that he's playing wouldn't even qualify for an NBA MVP. And they play 80 more games than the NBA. I just, I, it's laughable. And again, the coming off of an offseason where you just lose Shohei Otani, there's not a lot of movement. The only movement really is Juan Soto going from San Diego to the Yankees. Oh, shocker. But all of a sudden, they can't even afford to sign Juan Soto because the economics of baseball is so bad. And now you've got this guy that's given almost a quarter of a billion dollars, and he goes, no, I don't really care. Baseball, this is your problem. This is why you have... I'm a baseball fan. I love going to baseball games. I was a kid in high school that would buy a ticket in my first period of of class that day. Again, really showed in my grades. But I would buy a ticket for the Guardians game that night. I would walk over from high school and walk over to the ballpark, buy a pretzel, buy a souvenir drink, and buy some candy. And I would sit in the upper deck, and I would enjoy every game. Go to doubleheaders. I would. I was there when they clinched in 2013, when Justin Masterson was out there. I was out there with all of you yelling at 
Chris Perez back in the day. And I want the game to come back. And I want to have people invest as invested as I am. But when you have players like this that get paid some of the highest amount in the entire game that don't even play, that barely play a third of a season and come out and just go, eh, I don't want to talk to you either. All right. Yeah. I, I'm sure the reporters also wouldn't want to be up at 7 in the morning, and I'm sure that they'd like to be sleeping too. But instead, I got to talk to a guy that's jaded about doing his job. Pardon me. I feel like I, I feel like I kind of got that off my chest. I feel good about that. I appreciate you guys for, for letting me go through that. Um, still to come. I know I've teased it, but just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Okay. It's okay to wait. Tweet at me at Mac Robinson, 95 Mac Robinson in on 92, three, the fan up until three. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.